You're listening to the Just Giants podcast with Grump and the Cranky Fan. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud today. This message is being broadcast over the emergency alert system at the request of the New York football giants. This is not a test. Please remain calm and stand by for the following important information. Hello, welcome to an emergency broadcast of Just Giants with Grump and the Cranky Fan, the best damn podcast for the best damn football team. Don't adjust your internet connection. It is free agent spending spree, and I'm your host, Football Grump. With me is Mike, the Cranky Fan, guiding this ship along the choppy seas of free agency. Uh, The highs and lows you experience in a 24-hour period and the overreactions abound. So we figured we'd do an emergency episode to keep people, all of you millions of listeners of ours, just calm down and tell them what our our expectations and our reactions are to the latest moves that have happened. Absolutely. Let's stay informed and level-headed. Yeah. To put this in perspective, we are in the middle of our run of – uh, position groups as we prepared for free agency and then the draft as we transition to the draft. So we'll today give our kind of initial reactions to things and we'll put it into bigger perspective and what it all means as we get to a particular position group. So that's kind of how we'll, we'll format this. Yeah. And, and free agencies kicked off only like six hours ago, but it really started during the legal tampering period, which we, whatever, I don't even know what that means anymore, but, uh, Yesterday was all doom and gloom for Giants fans. Andrew Norwell signed a five-year contract for $66.5 million but went to Jacksonville instead of New York. Yeah, I thought it was interesting. I mean, obviously, he might be one of the the best offensive linemen that was available. But to me, it always seemed like our biggest problem was, you know, what are we going to do about our tackle positions? You know? Eric Flowers is a situation that has to be resolved at some point, whether it's going to be this year or next year, and we have no right tackle. So the fact we didn't get Norwell was a real bitch. You know, could have solidified a lot of things along the interior, but it would not have addressed what our big concerns were as well. So as we get into segueing in the next piece of this story, that situation kind of resolved itself. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I wasn't disappointed when uh, Norwell news broke, but... At the same time, Giants fans need to understand that this entire offensive line needs an overhaul. I mean, every position. You know, as we go through the draft, we already did our O-line thing. And, you know, none of the tackles, this is not a tackle-heavy class. And there there are two potential left tackles in this draft, but there are mostly just right tackles. And none of them are spectacular. But the interior guard and center is really rich. So to miss out on an interior lineman was not the end of the world if you're continuing to rebuild through the draft. Today, the Giants signed left tackle Nate Solder from New England on a four-year deal worth $62 million with $35 million guaranteed. He's the best left tackle on the market, probably. Um, He's solid, above average. Is he worth being the highest-paid O-lineman in the league? Sorry, the the highest-paid left tackle is still being paid less than Andrew Noel. 
Definitely not, but yeah, but that's all relative. I mean, again, you know, it's based upon if everybody was all signed at 2018 for four years and whatever guarantees, no, he would not be the highest paid. But you know how it works. Of course. Next year, next year will be three uh, left tackles that are paid more than him. So you know, that's just kind of a, a snapshot in time. So I wouldn't worry about that at all if you're feeling like someone's overpaid or not. And the most important thing that comes out of this, besides obviously the upgrading talent is the signaling that, you know, where Dave Gettleman is focusing on rebuilding and starting it right away are linebacker and offensive line. You know, obviously the headline here is $62 million, $35 million guaranteed. The nugget of information that's buried is here's the cap hits. For 2018, $10 million. For 19 and 20, $17 million. And for 2021, $18 million. So it's backloaded. So there's probably... You know, this is a guy who may not play out all four years of his contract anyway. But if you're if you're smart, you know, as a fan, you're looking into the cap hit per year and not just the number. Exactly. It's much more. Um, well, you know, something some of the fans you talk to don't even know there is a salary cap and don't understand why we just don't sign everybody that's available. But, that's also you know, true. We'll so, so what does this mean? Eric Flowers moves to right tackle, right? Probably. I would assume right tackle. I mean, I saw a couple outlets were saying well, he might get a shot at guard, but to me, he's a tackle. You know, he. I think it's it's the ultimate situation the Giants want to be in right now. They have a guy that is still relatively cheap because he's on a rookie deal. He's fighting for his life with this team. You know, let's see what kind of uh, extra gear he has to want it and have that desire to work hard to become a right tackle. And you know something. If he underachieves, under underwhelms, isn't the, you know, the guy who busts his ass in the in the weight room and in the practice field and in games, he's gone, you know, and that's that, you know, um, you can't look at what was spent the first three years of his career it doesn't really mean anything anymore, you know. Now he's a right tackle potentially, um, he's an upgrade over what we had Bobby Hart and you know guys like Wheeler and Bisniaki who just weren't ready to play. In the NFL, the NFL is starting tackles, but is it going to be at a level that we need to be to be successful? That's still to be determined. Yeah, I agree with that. In other offensive line news, the Brett Jones was offered the second round or slapped with the second round RFA tender. Um, He's your starting center next year as of right now. So, yes. and and tying into that, just in the past two hours, I want to say Western Richburg signed to San Francisco for five years. Forty-seven and a half million dollars with twenty-eight and a half guaranteed. You know, it's it's something where at this time, twelve months ago, we were trying to figure out what the plan would be to keep Justin Pugh and keep Western Richburg. Would we sign one early or sign both early to extensions? You know, and uh, twelve months later, another concussion and he's gone. I, I, I have no problem with a team pursuing Western Richburg. He's a really, really good center. I would say in the top five potentially centers in the league. But a five-year deal to a guy who has such an injury history in the NFL, that seems a little silly to me. Yeah, but what kind of protections does a team have? If so, Let's say he gets another concussion or two concussions and has to retire. Is there a cap relief from that? Cap relief, I don't know, but the guaranteed is the guaranteed, and that's twenty nine million dollars gone. That that also could, yeah, but that also could be recoup potentially in insurance money too. Yeah. So I'm not. I think you know, 
the bigger risk is a guy like that underachieves. You know, I, I think there are cap protections if somebody has to medically retire. Well, how about how about this? He's his cap hit this year is presumably large. What what if he sustains a concussion? What about the impact of not being able to replace him while he's still on your roster? Do you know yeah, what I'm saying? I mean, like, like now he's like eating up a, your cap, and and you got to figure out a way to play somebody else. Well, what percentage of people in the NFL have had a concussion already, and you know either reported or otherwise, and that could happen. You know, that, I think it's just kind of a you know an educated risk you have to take. You know, if yeah. it's someone who's had three concussions, then you really have to consider he's had one. You know, and you know, I think he just kind of you know. It, let's put it this way: If the Giants would have resigned him, I would not been like, "Oh my God, this is a a major risk." I'm I'm scared shitless about it. I mean, I'd be weary of a five year signing. Yeah. For for this much money, I'd be questioning that. Um, also, news that broke yesterday that was part of the bad news was um, Jonathan Stewart was signed for two years for about seven million dollars with three million guaranteed. Uh, he has a maximum value with all incentives of whatever to eight and a half million dollars. People were not happy with this. And, uh, you know, we kind of covered running backs in the last episode. I, I had mentioned Jonathan Stewart. Uh, and I said that while he is a north-south runner, he's a little bit long on the tooth. And he's not at all a threat to catch out of the backfield, which to me is not very useful. Um, however, some silver lining is part of the reason for his down production last year was a shift in Carolina's offense. Is the start to mold their offense around Christian McCaffrey. Um, so when Jonathan Stewart played it, went into the game, it was almost a guaranteed run up the middle or wherever. And among running backs last year, faced the loaded box the most among all running backs. Mm-hmm. You know, I really kind of looked at this when I saw the announcement, I kind of just shrugged my shoulders a little bit. Yeah. I me mean, too. I mean, to me, it's an, it's an upgrade over everything we've had before. You know, but does that mean on day one he's going to be our featured back? I I don't know yet. I think there might be, you know, we don't know what we're doing with our number two pick. And, you know, Barkley may still end up being the number two pick in the draft. Or we may trade down for something or someone in the second round. So I I don't think we're done at this position yet. No, me Um, either. I don't have a problem with him being part of a stable of running backs that we have. But, you know, I, I don't think he's going to be the guy who's going to be our workhorse. And if it is, you know, it's a little underwhelming o- overall. But I don't think we're done yet. I think it's still a work in process. Yeah, me too. A few days ago, the Giants traded away the fourth and sixth round picks for Alec Ogletree and a 2019 seventh round pick for the Rams. Um, we briefly mentioned that on one of the episodes. Uh <clears throat> Ogletree is a fast, twitchy inside linebacker. He's very good at blitzing. Um, can run sideline to sideline pretty well. Cover guys out of the backfield. Cover tight ends. He's he's an athletic, mean, good hitting linebacker, and he'll be a, a really good fit in James Betcher's defense. Interesting that he's traded nine months after signing a monster contract. <laughs> but again. We don't know what the Rams exactly are doing because they're doing a ton of turnover. So, so yeah, with with Alec Ogletree's monster contract that he signed last year, there is a little caveat in that, which is why it's not, you know, being plastered all over the news. Uh, he has a potential out after uh, twenty eighteen with zero money against the cap. So I imagine that he will play with his seven, his ten million dollar cap hit this year in twenty eighteen, and then 
a whole new deal will be worked out either during the year or at the end of the year after reassessing his role in James Betcher's defense. Yeah. Well, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like a, 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 an earn it year for him, like a prove it year, Yeah, you know, and, and who knows? I mean, if you get a year of outstanding, uh, you know, production out of the guy, you know, you, you keep him. You don't have to worry about paying market rate for someone that, you know, the market may go way up for a guy like him. He's Yeah, you in. might you might his monster deal might end up being a bargain if he's really, really good. Right. So again, that goes back to what we were saying before that don't worry about highest paid guy in the league overpaid because, you know, pretty quickly that could become a deal. To add to the linebacker position, the Giants signed ex Arizona Cardinal uh, outside linebacker Kareem Martin to a three-year deal for $21 million with you know $7.5 million guaranteed. Uh, so Kareem Martin, funny story. I, I like to brag about how um, I thought Andrew Norwell should have been drafted in the fifth round by the Giants. I wanted the Giants to draft Kareem Martin in the same year. So uh, you can just call me uh, the football gettleman. Um, <laughs> no Sir Grumpus. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Kareem Martin played as a 4-3 defensive end at UNC, and he struggled to switch to the 3-4, but last year it finally seemed to turn on for him. I mean, Arizona had a great defense, and Kareem Martin was very instrumental in that. He moves around a lot. He's good at setting the edge in the run game. Um, I think that Kareem Martin is going to be the heir apparent to the JPP role in this defense. We may target that position in the draft, I think higher up as well. I think, I think J, I think this is going to be JPP's last year with the team. Um, I think That's his my... contract is hard to get out of next year also, but they may just take the dead cut. You know, the, I, I have that feeling that they are going to, I think, you know, as we have a regime change, as they're trying to turn the page and trying to change the culture, I think JPP is somebody that's not going to fit that culture. I, I really do. I think he really under underwhelmed after signing the big contract, which I think a lot of people were afraid of, mm-hmm. you know, before he signed the big contract. So you're right. He, he Martin may be the heir apparent to it, but I also think that, you know, do they try to trade down a spot or two and try to draft Chubb from NC State? is to be that heir apparent. We didn't cover linebackers yet in our uh, free agency and draft offseason episode, but, you know, there are definitely guys, you know, uh, and we'll we'll go over all of them, but there's there's options, man. This is a good linebacker class as far as I'm mm-hmm. concerned. Uh, mm-hmm. And and Chubb could certainly go. I mean, I think Chubb is a little bit better as a 4-3 defensive end, but he's so athletic and fast he could play outside linebacker or a 3-4 defensive end. Right. I mean, you're looking for a guy who can kind of be a hybrid and do all sorts of things, especially Certainly, a guy like yeah. him. In this defense, for sure, we don't need anybody to be strictly anything. People are going to move around. Mm-hmm. Also, in linebacker news, the Giants re-signed Mark Herzlick to a one-year deal worth a million dollars. His cap hits under a million, $720,000. What do you like to call him? What's his nickname? He's the cockroach. The guy survives. Every year you think he's going to get cut or not make the roster, and like the cockroaches after the nuclear war, Mark Herzlitt survives another year. Yeah. Well, um, again, let's see what happens. I mean, again, we'll probably say during training camp, is he one of the guys that might be a, you know, a, a, a casually and last cutdown day, and he'll probably survive as well. So. Well, given that they're in a three-four defense, they're going to need a lot more linebackers. He plays inside linebacker. He'll probably play on those like goal line rundown situations. 
um, and he's a great special teams player. I think he, with such a low cap hit, I think he'll stay. There's going to be a lot of unsettledness in that position for a while. You're going to see a lot of names coming and going, you know, and some might be bargain basement guys, and we may not be done with our, you know, our shopping for one in the free agent market, and who knows what's going to happen in the draft. So, absolutely. Um, unfortunately, as part of the the linebacker news, Devon Kennard, at least unfortunately in my opinion, Devon Kennard signed with Detroit for three years for ninety million dollars. Uh, you know, maybe that's a little bit much for him. Uh, I know that. He's not had a great, healthy time in the NFL, but a, a very good player, um, good guy in the locker room, high character, captain type player, um, who's athletic and can play, can can really play on the outside. So, yeah, but I think he had his best year as his rookie year too. I think we had some really high hopes, mm-hmm. and again, injuries did play a part of it. But again, for what he's shown, that's a lot of money. Yeah. relative to other guys and i think we have you know I, i'd rather invest that money and see maybe a little upgrade in talent than than that so yeah. i have i wish him well i guess he's with washington now no detroit 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 okay then i wish him well yeah <laughs> i was gonna say if he was with washington i'd say fuck him but no yeah <laughs> well speaking of washington that was the only team that drc has visited with he left without a contract and per a quote with I, I don't know. Somebody spoke to him, and he said he is not visiting any other teams at this time. So, uh, I mean, is it possible that if nobody really comes to him that he'll sign back with the Giants for a low deal? It's possible. I mean, he'd rather sign somewhere than not work. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of – that was the original, you know, ask what we wanted in the first place. So um, I thought it was interesting that uh, some of the rumors late this afternoon was – the honey badger was being linked to us. Yeah, and and you know for obvious reasons he he's not being retained by Arizona. He's coming off of an injury. Our defensive coordinator worked with him in Arizona. Uh, he played at LSU with Odell Beckham. You know there there's all these connections. There there's a couple things that I think people are not seeing very level headed about. One is money. Uh, that's the main reason why Arizona is letting him go. They can't pay him. And I don't really know how we're going to expect to pay him anything close to what it is that he wants. And the other thing is, again, he's going to be playing a lot of the same stuff that Landon Collins is playing. So for, for a high price, I think you want something to be complimentary to Landon Collins. And I don't think that he's that rangy free safety type. Now, granted, he can play the slot corner position, but it's still a lot of money to give to a guy who's going to be playing a lot of slot corner. Could it happen though? Well, sure. well, well you know, we, we just said the same thing as like DRC goes on the market and what if nobody pays what he wants and he comes crawling back, you know, are we assuming that the honey badger with, you know, there's a significant risk involved with him. He's going to get the money he thinks he's going to get, you know, I mean, I, don't, I, I, I see what you're saying, but I think there's going to be an ocean between, you know, what Teron Matthew is going to command and what, DRC is going to end up getting. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know what his market value is right now. I, I, well, it's hard to tell injury. when a guy's coming off an injury, but the yeah, one thing yeah. you can always count on is that somebody will overpay. Of course. There's always a GM worse than yours out there. I always say that. And worse meaning they'll just blow the market up for something that may not be worth it, and that becomes their problem. Um, would I like to see him? Sure. Why the hell not? But again, like I said, I think him and, D- him and Landon Collins will be – I mean, like I've been seeing tweets of like, oh, imagine this duo. And like, I mean, it's just kind of like two wrecking balls with a big gap behind them. I, you know? Yeah, exactly. What happens? You get past the wrecking ball, yeah. and then you're kind of hosed. Yeah. 
So uh, he's not this like perfect tandem like Earl Thomas and Cam Chancellor, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, certainly certainly an option. There's going to be a lot going on tomorrow. Um, I'm going to do my 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 very best to do as little work as possible at my job so that I can be at my phone <laughs> on Twitter. Oh uh, uh, well, the grump. Um... The Grumps boss, please do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, by all means, follow me on Twitter. I am I'm right on top of that as much as I can be. So it's at football underscore Grump with all the latest in Giants news, and the podcast <clears throat> at Just Giants Pod for all latest episodes and emergency broadcasts like this one. You can follow me on Twitter as always at the Cranky Fan, where tomorrow I will be boarding a flight to Las Vegas, and I will. I will grab one of those fun prop betting sheets where we'll have some fun next week talking about, you know, all the different prop bets for the NFL. What do we think about some things? You know, odds to win a division, win the conference, win the Super Bowl. We can, we'll play around with that and have some fun and maybe make some investments. So we'll we'll see how that all goes. Yeah, and then we'll uh, we'll revisit all that right before the season starts. Yes. Uh, as always, you can find the. Just Giants podcast on iTunes and on SoundCloud. Please subscribe and download. Give us a nice five-star rating and a nice, friendly, smiley review. The more reviews and ratings we get, the more Giant fans hear the show, the more we can interact with you, and that will achieve my dream of a sponsor and a large paycheck so I can retire from my shitty job and (laughs) spend more time, as much as the Grump does, not working at his job. (laughs) Preparing a great presentation for you the long-suffering giant fan and by the way i didn't appreciate that meme yesterday saying it was happy new york giants day because yesterday was march 13th so fuck off all you sent that to me (laughs) yeah i didn't get that thankfully yeah all right everyone here's to something other than three and 13 next year (laughs) go giants go giants